Welcome to Last Time On. This is the podcast for people who want to watch all this prestige television, but who's got time for all of it? I know I don't. I don't. And uh, you know, the, the goon squad don't either. It's no. true. I'm Jafar. <laughs> I'm Ben. And I'm Victor. And we are currently working our way through Stargate SG-1. This is our third episode. Fourth, ep- fourth episode fourth. of Stargate? Fourth episode. And we are at the season two finale. We've also made a huge mistake. Have we? Yeah. We didn't, we didn't set ground rules for this and ran into another apparently famous sci-fi end uh. of season two clip show. <laughs> a clip show and a to be continued and a season finale. I, those are like, that's, I feel like we hit a, we hit some kind of a triple seven jackpot here. That was, I, this was, this was a trip. I have to admit the same thing happened to me. That's happened every other time we end on a cliffhanger, which is, I just burst out in laughter because I know I'm not going to watch the next episode <laughs> and it just doesn't fucking matter. I, I don't know why, but like, as soon as that to be continued hit, I was just was literally oh, rolling shit. on my sofa. Laughing. Hang on. Sorry. Uh, we'll I get mean, to that I, at the end of the episode. I, I had the opposite reaction. I was just like, no, come on! Gosh darn it! <laughs> you know, this I know there one... is there is no combination of dice that lets me watch the finale or the season three opener, so no. I'm just incredibly frustrated. <laughs> the uh, you know I, I I mentioned to my good friend Angela the gatekeeper that we were doing this episode, and of course she she was just like, oh 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 good, well you need to watch this episode and this episode and this episode first for context. And I'm like, nope, can't do that context nope. is cheating <laughs> nope and she was all just like but you're not gonna have any idea what the hell's going on and i'm like perfect mm-hmm. that's what we're going for <laughs> that is what we do here <laughs> that is the name of the game here on last time on oh yeah just a quick rules recap of the game that we play while we go over the episode uh for this is your happen to be a first time listener here we have uh, last time ons where a host will prompt it themselves and describe a thing that they feel happened in previous episodes. We have Wahapahar, which is the <laughs> offensive version of last time on. You will do it to one host will propose another host and force them to explain what happened in previous episodes. And then we have a let's get weird with it where all hosts must offer a quick oddball suggestion for how things ended up the way that they are and if you're not a first-time listener and you've been with us since the beginning of this podcast i just want to say thank you for putting up with my podcast newbiness i the first episode uh that we did for this season just aired and i listened to it and i was like oh my god i am such an idiot so <laughs> i appreciate uh, you guys for uh being patient so thank you listeners can and, i can i tell you the the, the truth of all podcasters Vic, What's the truth of all you're for you're like between this and the who are you guests this is like your eighth sixth eighth episode of podcast you've recorded yeah. at this point the truth of all podcasters all veteran podcasters know this we're all idiots you just <laughs> when you listen to yourself speak on a radio show mm-hmm. you sound dumb it doesn't <laughs> matter 
Awesome. I hate it. I, I cannot listen to it. I can't listen to the podcast. Which, it, which, it drives me mad. Which, by the way, I was listening to the, the first episode we did, and it reminded me that after we recorded that episode, I was in I was in L.A. at the time visiting my girlfriend, and she took me out to a Halloween party afterwards, and I was mingling with her friends and everything. And I discovered that when you're in L.A., saying that you're a podcaster is not nearly as cool as you think it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, apparently everyone's a fucking podcaster over there. Like I'm telling oh, people, yeah. I'm oh, just yeah. like, Oh yeah. Hey guys. Yeah. I just uh, started co-hosting a podcast and they were just like, Oh, 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 you're done. I, I thought you were going to say something more than, Oh, okay. Oh, Oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I tell my friends here uh, around town, they're just like, Oh, I'm so proud of you. That's so cool. So like, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Apparently everyone has a podcast in LA. So <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not that rare, I imagine, in Tinseltown. <laughs> but what is rare is the start of this episode. Season 2, episode uh, 22, called... Uh, what's the Out of Out Mind. Out of Mind. Out of Mind, yeah. And something about this title and the thumbnail on IMDb, just, I just, I just knew it was going to be a clip show somehow. Just like, I, I think <laughs> there, was a, there was a Star Trek... It looked like the Star Trek TNG episode where Riker was uh, under the thing, and that was a clip show. So I think that's what. And that was also the season two finale. It was. What was the name of that episode? That one was uh, called Shades of Gray. Gray something. Shades Shades of Gray. Gray. One of the worst Star Trek (laughs) episodes in history. You know, it's universally agreed upon. It's bad. (laughs) I I did like I actually was it a few years ago. Well, I was I have a very young son and while I was dealing with being up for hours in the middle of the night, feeding him and then getting him back to sleep, just as a comfort, like take me back to my childhood. I went and watched <laughs> back through all of Home Improvement. Oh, wow. <laughs> and in the middle of their season three, they have a, a clip show as well, a two part clip show. Oh, God. And why? I was just like, this is terrible. <laughs> But also, it made me realize, and like, okay, I'm doing the math here. What is there more to pull from when TNG did Shades of Grey? Okay, 26 episodes, hour long season, or hour long episodes, 22 up, 26 episode seasons versus half an hour sitcom yeah, episodes. Yeah. And I'm just like, there's even less here than shades of gray (laughs) there's less stuff to pull from oh god i I would have hated to be the editors on both of those projects yeah i will say i do have a favorite clip show of all time clip show episode and i think it's the best of all time and that is episode two of clerks animated oh okay oh you did mention this yeah yeah it's so good i was gonna guess rick and morty but uh that's uh yeah, that's a different thing. Eh. I think, I think they had. I'm pretty sure they had a clip show. They they do like a yeah. They do a thing once a season, I think, where it's like yeah. mostly like the intergalactic TV episodes. Oh, I love that. I, yeah. I I have seen Rick and Morty. I would not say that I've watched Rick and Morty. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, yeah. It is. I I I really like Dan Harmon. Like Dan Harmon is a very good producer of television mm. uh, community is one of words. my all-time favorites. <laughs> have you ever seen but, heat vision and Jack? Have you ever seen computer man? 
I've not seen Computer Man. I think you guys Computer Man is the right show now. he did with Jack Black on what? Channel 101, which is the precursor to YouTube. No, like 2005. You are making shit up, man. This I is so Jack Black. <laughs> Jack Black is also the star of Heat Vision and Jack. Yeah. Yeah, they're buddies. So yeah. they met on Computer Man. I, I think. feel like I Mandela um, effect jumped into a different universe because this sounds like shit I would have heard of and I've never heard of. Anything. No. Yeah. So Vic, <laughs> if you haven't heard of Heat Vision and Jack. Yeah. Jack Black plays an astronaut oh who God. got too close to the sun. And now when the sun is out, he's the smartest man on the world what the fuck? or in the planet. <laughs> when the sun has gone down, he's a moron. Uh, yeah. And he also has a talking motorcycle what the played by Owen Wilson. all right well i've got some things to google after the show so unfortunately (laughs) just one episode so we can't do it for the show well what the Uh, (laughs) computer man has i want to say three or four this is the weirdest Um, goddamn yeah (laughs) anyways uh, we open on jack coming out of cryogenic sleep and everyone around him is in quasi-futuristic clothing yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and we get a we get one of those. Mm, I love to see it. Pinnacle eighties, nineties <coughs> character actor. That guys, we get Tom Butcher or I, Tom Butler. Sorry, yeah, Tom Butler. The, mm, like I know we're in for for a good. I'm here for one episode at performance from Tom Butler. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was the guy who played Trotsky, right? Yes, the yeah. the the general. Yeah, he he. I know I've seen him in a lot of episodes of The Outer Limits, and also I I know I'm not supposed to do this, but I IMDb'd him real quick, <laughs> and and he was also in a few episodes of Viper and Sliders. So this guy is like a '90s sci-fi veteran. Viper's a thing I haven't thought of in a very long time. Can we put Viper on the list? I'm putting a, Viper on the list. I've got it on DVD. On I haven't watched it yet, <laughs> but I I have the entire series on DVD. I I remember loving it as a kid. So. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Fucking Viper. You better not let me win. I'm picking Viper. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I won't concern myself with that, Ben. But I just want to throw a shout out to these offset shirt buckles they've got in the future. <laughs> in the fake future. I love these buckles. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I just love these fucking buckles. They're just bizarre and futuristic, but not at the same time. Big fan. But anyways, they tell him everyone he's ever known is dead because it's 20. Wake the fuck up, samurai. We have a city to burn. 77. <laughs> but also, I want to make sure, did everybody else notice? Who did O'Neill ask about when he woke up? Oh, shit. He's like, uh, Sam, right? Where's Where's Captain Carter? Where's yeah. Where's Daniel yeah. Jackson? Where's Teal'c? You know who he doesn't, doesn't ask about at all? His boss. His wife. His wife. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but what about my co-workers? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no <laughs> no shade to any of my co-workers. If I wake up right, out right. of cryo-freeze or a coma, or just even a particularly long nap, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, but where's my boss? Where are the people I work with? <laughs> yep. No concern there. I mean, yeah. if you woke up at work, maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Woke up. This, this up is a big old bummer to, to theme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After I, theme, they tell us they don't know how or why he was frozen in 1998. 
only that he came through the Stargate that way and that they had to wait until they had a chance to be able to revive him. They had to wait for technology to catch up. Mm-hmm. So I believe they say it is 79 years or something like that, mm-hmm. that he was frozen. And I did appreciate this this thing happening. Like They did a pretty good job of... O'Neill would ask questions like, well, what happened here? What happened here? And it was 80 years ago, man. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wasn't born yet. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I do appreciate that as opposed to like what we got like on uh, TNG when they brought all, all those frozen people out of that satellite. They're like, hey, uh, yeah. we Googled you, and here's everything you might ever want to know about yourself, mm-hmm. your family, everything. We've got it all right here, because and it's the egalitarian future. <laughs> the, and then the <laughs> one guy asking about his money and his bank account is like, oh, and well, like, we got oh, news for you. We don't do money anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I feel like they did a good representation of what it would actually be like waking up out of, out of freezing. And it's just like, well, what happened to my parents? It's like. Nobody knows. Nope. We didn't write that down. I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry for you. Go like find their like, Facebook profile, I guess. I, I feel bad. <laughs> also, that you're this waking, is what Facebook like, is. <laughs> yeah. You're on space. Like, clearly, now. they're like, hey, I sympathize. I don't know what happened. I can't tell you what happened to you. Can you tell me what happened to you? <laughs> uh, I do. I do really. There was one huge huge missing up op- missed opportunity in this episode though he doesn't stand up and take a four minute long piss evacuation evacuation putting that in there right now okay uh <laughs> i'm i'm worried about how long that sound effect is going to be <laughs> no uh I know there is contract stuff and like stuff that is set by unions. I would have given any amount of money for them to have a one-off credit sequence. That is just Richard Dean Anderson. (laughs) Nobody else is in it because they're they're like, the rest of your team is dead. He's like, (gasps) and then it's just credits (laughs) with just O'Neill. Oh, that would have been great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would have been a great that would have been fun. <laughs> the general tells us about these off-world colonies. Jack asks about the SG-1 team, and they made it all back, but none of them survived the freezing process. Do we think this is how last episode ended? With them, like, going through a Stargate and something happening? I'm getting the vibe out of the that this was, a cold, this was a cold drop-in. Like, no, a cold I mean, drop-in? I, I, yeah, like. Can uh, you tell us more about it, Vic? Can you tell us? Oh shit! Wahapahar? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so here's what happened last episode. It had absolutely nothing to do with this episode. I'm gonna say the last episode was lighthearted and chill. Like it was just them. It was them them fucking off the entire time. Like, hey, what's going on? They maybe they check in with some of the other SG teams, and they're like, uh, nothing. What's up with you? And they'd be like, nothing. Uh, and I ain't doing nothing. What's up? You know, it's just bullshitting the entire time. And that's what they did. Because I, I, they did that in Deep Space Nine once. They had a real lighthearted episode right before the finale when everything went to shit and the Dominion took over the space station. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm thinking they did the same thing here. They were just okay. playing poker or 
Or no, poker poker is a Star Trek thing. I don't think they'd carry that over. No, they what, poker what in the in the pilot. pilot. They did, they did. But but I'm I'm thinking what oh, what's what's the SG one's game foosball. I'll bet you foos. You know what? I might put that in my prediction. Ah, see, I was going to go they with foosball. What the hell is that? <laughs> it's a it's a type of baccarat. What the hell's baccarat? <laughs> <laughs> So I'm my uncultured Texas ass over here. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's it's a card game. I I don't know. I just I I wanted to imagine Teal going, we, bonk, bonk. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I have no clue. What uh, you're if you about. watch enough, if you watch enough uh, James Bond stuff, you will see he plays baccarat most he does. of the time. Okay, all right. <laughs> Uh, the general reveals that the war with the Gould is not going well. And I was really hoping, and obviously it's not, but I was really hoping at this point that this episode was going to be reverse yesterday's Enterprise. Because oh, where they bring somebody a... to the... Fu- yeah. They, yeah. They bring someone to the future and then they have to send them back to change the past. That, that's, mm. that could be fun. And yeah. I'd like to see that episode, but... I- that's I don't know what it episode. is, but I just, I don't know what it is. I, I just called it immediately. I knew that these guys weren't real, like the doctor. Oh and yeah. It's skeezy they, they were just Yeah. The it was like, is this off. is shady. No, they're, they're fucking aliens or changelings or something. Just, yeah. I knew it was a setup from the get go. I don't know what it was, but I just picked up on it. Like, yeah, this shit ain't yeah, right. Yeah. So <laughs> they do a brief little walkabout. And then they're like, hey, so we got this memory device that we want to hook you up to. Yeah, and just a clip show machine. Yep. The so we got our, machine. we got, yeah, we've got our own clip show device and we are going to stick that onto your brain and see if you can help us remember who might be powerful enough to stop the ghouls, you know, cause like that's important for us to know. Like there's nothing nefarious here. Like we tell you if there's something nefarious here, but there's nothing nefarious here. Like you, you can tell us, you can tell us who's, who's strong enough to beat the ghouls. Who's. Who's strong yeah. enough to beat the Gould? It does seem like a really weird question to ask. It's like, it's like, yeah. you guys know, like, why are you asking me? I'm you're, you have a bigger paycheck than I do in this organization. You should fucking know these things, you know? Uh, <laughs> it's also been 80 years. So it's like yeah. grabbing a guy from uh, like World War One and being like, how do we defeat the Germans? He's <laughs> like, I hope you'd be able to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, French, the French can beat them. Well, we got news for you. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, so before we, we get a couple clips at, at this point. But before we get the clips, they they mention another alien race, the Takra. Yes, the Okra. And we do not get to see them. <laughs> and nope. and I really hope that they're just fucking weird aliens. <laughs> well, on that on that answer for that affair, let's get weird with it. Who are the Takra? Let's get. They are, are the turtle Oprah? peoples. They are the fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're the like the super mutant versions from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze. That's oh who the God. top are. <laughs> They're tur- turtle people. I love it. All right, Vic. Who it you, sounds like who a turtle name. The Tokra are. The Tokra? I, I, I think they're okra people because that's what I heard from the beginning. I think they're vegetable people. They're like that one guy in the recent uh, a Lower Decks episode who's... <laughs> the guy with the moves. Yeah. yeah. Yes, the moves. Moopsie. Hmm? Oh, f- the moopsie is free! Yeah, they're 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 fucking vegetable <laughs> people, and they all look like okras with arms. So. <laughs> Jafer, uh, Jafer made a uh, Narge uh, pumpkin for Halloween. 
Yes. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, no. yeah, my well, my partner Beth made a Narj pumpkin and I made a Moopsie pumpkin. And oh we my had God. them send, next to each you other. You must send me pics of this after the show. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's in the yeah. Who Are You Discord. Oh, lovely. I, I do want to throw in that before before they get to the first clip, Dr. Raleigh, that's probably not her real name, she impl- she puts a little implant in O'Neill's head and then she adjusts it with literally an electric nose hair trimmer. Like, the, <laughs> like <laughs> the prop department just fucking phoned it in on that one. Like they didn't add that. No, that is a straight up nose hair trimmer. <laughs> Real quick though, I have to get weird with it as well. Ooh, so I will say that I'm going to say that the Takra are, uh, as we know, biology has one imperative and that is returned Crabs. to crab. Yeah. <laughs> so they are crab people. <laughs> crab people. Well, <laughs> so Vic, if you don't know this, like people. crabs have evolved independently six different times. So there are different crabs out there in the oceans right now that aren't that closely related to each other because they come from different points in evolution where something was just like, you know, it would be better than what I am right now a crab and became its own crab independently. What? <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> so life has one imperative and it is returned it to, to be, crab. A crab. <laughs> this is so weird that you bring this up because just last week, I forget what we were talking about, but I was talking with a friend of mine and we made a bet on something. And she said, if I win, you owe me a King crab dinner and you have to get, and it's going to have to be quick because they're going extinct. And I'm like, what? They can't be going extinct. That's what they did on Deadliest Catch. And she's like, Deadliest Catch has been canceled for years because the King Crab are gone. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> right. so, uh, uh, yeah. Apparently, I'm way yeah. Siggy's out. Are they immortal? Well, uh, well effectively, lobsters. lobsters are effectively immortal. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. Clips of aliens. Uh, we get the Nox, who are basically a species of Radagas. Do you notice who was playing the lead Knox? I was I going did to not. ask this. <gasps> Motherfucking Quark. It's Armin it. Shimmerman. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, it's Armin yeah. Shimmerman. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. And this, this yeah. episode aired in 99. So this was definitely after DS9. This was after, after Quark. AQ. It was after Quark. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we see the Knox. They are like able to bring people back from the dead seem to be living a very rural life, but then they're like, hey, surprise, we also have floating space cities. And uh, they can go invisible, and they're pacifists. Yeah. So that's re- very interesting choice of uh, alien here. And they wear grass or peat moss all over their faces. So that's yeah. a very weird, interesting alien race we got going there. After this, uh, and then we see the, the Asgardians. Asgard. Who are fucking greys! Yeah, that's exactly what I wrote down. They're Vikings are fucking gray aliens. What? (laughs) I love this. I love this. I love this. If Stargate SG-1 has done nothing else correct, which I'm not saying is the case, but we've only watched four episodes and it's got plenty of opportunities to disappoint me in the future. This, this is the best thing it's done so far. The Vikings are fucking gray aliens. That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) I did also, this made me appreciate later he drops, O'Neill drops a quip about how can we meet the Asgardians? And he's just like, go to Roswell. And it's just like, because that's where the gray aliens came. So we find out when, so one, the Asgardians show up just 
murk a ton of Jaffa and Gould guys, blow up three ships in a way that is light and easy on your SFX budget, and then beam up O'Neill. They're they're little guys. They're like three feet tall, and they're they they drop out that there are four races that stood against the, the Gould, and it's them, the Knox, the Furlings, who O'Neill says, "Ah, hey, we haven't met those guys yet." And <laughs> the ancients. Yes. And I know, Jafar, you are coming from, you know, you are concurrently working on your Babylon 5 po- uh, podcast. Yes. And uh, this just made me be like, oh, great. We're getting more, more, first, more ones. first ones bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually just Vorlons. Like, they, they filmed on the same studio. They moved the props over. Just Vorlons, that'd be interesting. Just Vorlons. <laughs> I'd, I'd be much happier if they were actually just Nagrath. Uh, <laughs> it's actually just Zathras. Zathrai. We get another clip where they're talking about the, the meeting place, the UN of these aliens. And there's this old lady with the SG team who we've never seen before. We have, yep. though. Well, you haven't, but Ben and I have. Because she is the character from the original movie, Catherine. I forgot her last name, but she was the scientist, the lead scientist for the SG-1 project. And she was the one, she is personally responsible for recruiting Daniel Jackson into the SG-1 team. So I love that they brought her character back. Oh, She recast it, of course. But yeah, no, we, we, we have seen Catherine before. She was a... Excellent. Character. I didn't remember amazingly. Seen her before. <laughs> yeah, and she was horribly underutilized even in the movie. I mean, she she had just such presence and like yeah, definitely everyone just go back and watch the movie again. Just just watch it. It's amazing. So, <laughs> but in in this uh, United Nations, uh, they turn on a pedal still, uh, and it starts shooting holographic atoms all around and. For some reason, Daniel Jackson is able to figure out, if you break everything down to its elements, what do you have? The elements! So this is how they're communicating. And I'm just like, how? How? Like, they must have built a language out of out of the, yeah. the periodic table. And I'm like, wouldn't it have just been easier just to learn other languages? There's only four mm-hmm. of them. There, I know people who know more languages. <laughs> like, this wouldn't be that hard to have like, okay, you know two and you know two and you know two and we can all kind of make this work. I will say this makes more sense to me than all of the like Carl Sagan math is the universal language shit where it's all like, well, I because I mean, I understand the concept that every spacefaring species would have to have math. And so you could use yeah. math to initiate communication in some form. That's it assumes, true. It assumes base 10. It, exactly. Or, no, know. that's exactly it. It assumes base 10, though, because as soon as you start communicating with a base three species or something weird, where you're someone who's they're not they don't count in tens, they count in fives or they count in twelves or something fucking funky. All math breaks instantly. It, it is useless for communication. You could use binary i suppose and hope that they get that but it's it's fucking messy i'm sorry i'm still stuck on the fact that you just said carl sagan <laughs> <What the> <laughs> yeah contact sagan 
Jimmy oh, Carlson. Sagan. <laughs> oh, Sagan, maybe. How do you pronounce the name of this American astronomer? Sagan, not Sagan. Say. We just had a conversation about the connect pronunciation of "fa," which apparently I've been getting wrong this in my entire life. <laughs> I and so, now I'm questioning everything, Carl Sagan. So I I've been pronouncing it wrong for forever because I read his books long before I had the ability to watch Cosmos and hear it pronounced properly, and it's just my brain just defaults back because I learned it by reading and not hearing anyone actually say it. Okay, we'll see. I, I'm very familiar with him because my cousin is a very devout atheist, and he he's one of those guys who he is so atheist he takes any fucking opportunity to tell you why you're wrong for believing in anything. And yeah, Carl Sagan is his like god and master. So <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah. I'm, uh. fun. It sounds like a great time at parties. Oh yeah, yeah. He's I I God. as as somebody who earned a degree in in religious studies in college, <laughs> I know exactly the kind of person you're talking yep. about, and you want to know how to make them. I I don't know what kind of relationship you have, but yeah, if you want family. to make him the angriest he's ever been, yeah. All you have to do is talk about how atheism is a religion. Oh, and well, yeah, it it makes it makes some of them so unbelievably mad and it's like there are books there are places of worship even there are people who have been elevated to 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 prophets people (laughs) go and proselytize as somebody who wrote papers and and like it meets every criteria i need to to talk about it as you know somebody who got a degree in religious studies Uh, and some people get real out of shape about that (laughs) I put that on my to-do list to uh, piss off cousin. Chance, <laughs> so next we we get to the machine breaking down. Hey, we need to to let O'Neill rest for a bit. So hey, we're gonna knock you out. We'll come back to you in a little bit. But then what happens, everybody? Doctor Jackson's turn, and then in short yeah, order, so Captain they Carter. run and do the same the same shtick over again. This time on Daniel Jackson, and then on Captain Carter. Yeah. Uh, Captain Carter is next with the clip show device. And they take us to Apotheos' defeat. Apophis. Apophis. There is a ship in a Stargate with a a ship with a Stargate inside of it that is working, which completely blows out the tracking the coordinates to the other Stargate theory I had. Just destroys (laughs) it utterly. That just would not be possible. So. I got all the Stargate shit wrong in the first episode. From <laughs> That's okay. So did the producers. So, <laughs> yeah. Which I also I'd like to just point out real quick that I I should have totally made this a prediction because I called it. I called it. They destroyed those ships by fucking ramming them because that is the best thing to do in any sci-fi space show is to ramming speed the the bad guys. That always works. And I love that they did that, and I should have made it a prediction, because damn, that was epic. And they even, I think it was Carter, even said the magic line of, Punch it, Teal! When they were escaping the the explosion of the ramming and everything. That was, ah, that was a beautiful scene. Yeah, when when we're done with this. (laughs) He just drives his fist through the console, he's like... Why did you want me to do that? <laughs> it's a human idiom. He's like, why didn't you just say push on the throttle? Push I the implicitly button. trusted you that there was something wrong with the ship that I must destroy. <laughs> Jack dropped some grenades on the shield generators here. 
Hi, I'm Derek Bum, and I'm declaring war on toilets with new toilet grenade. Just pull the pin, pop it in the bowl, put the lid down, and let toilet grenade do the rest. Oh, this was so great. This there's so there's good. there's a guide who's like, we must climb down several stories and then have our gear lowered to us, at which point we must and then he looks over and there's O'Neill just grenades. grenades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was dope. That was awesome. Now, I do have one question here. And this is a question specifically for Vic. Well, well, we have our, our SG-1 crew sneaking around the, the space pyramids. <laughs> we see just whole, like, squads of, of guys just marching around through the halls. Like the Serpentor going? I understand. Yeah. I understand on a you know, on a military installation, there are probably guys who are on guard duty, on patrol. Do you ever just march 20 guys around through the halls just looking out for stuff? Um, if they're in trouble, like as a punishment. <laughs> 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 yeah, and, and something else, this is just a beautiful sci-fi trope or just a, a TV trope in general. None of those motherfuckers have name tags. That is just mm. bad... <laughs> bad form right there man you were just asking to get your your shit invaded from the inside out man just like no put some damn name tags on your goons so you know <laughs> if your goons are your goons or not you know? <laughs> that's the other downside of face masks where it's just like i haven't yeah. seen you here before i'm new we're, we're on a spaceship <laughs> <laughs> there is no one new <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, also, I made a note of in this in this particular clip, the the guy that they're escaping with. And I think he's in a couple more clips, too. I, I know that actor. I know I, I wrote down uh, dollar store count Dooku uh, because, <laughs> because I thought I thought that was Christopher Lee. Am I getting that right? I, I thought yeah, that's, that was him that's, at first, yeah. but apparently he's so he's another one of the he's another that guy who's been in like everything because I swear I've seen him in everything. <laughs> so as part of this, we do see them blow up the two ships. And so I'm going to say last time on, that is the, the thing they're referencing when O'Neill and Carter got their, their medals for blowing oh, yeah. up the two ships. But as part of that, they're remembering who are the old who were fighting against Apophis, who, you know, hey, maybe an enemy of an enemy is a friend. And they mention Sakar who we hadn't seen before, but he's somehow able to get his face on the other side of the eye. Yeah. He's the giant red face guy. That was yeah. Yeah. unexpected. Yeah. And then we see Haru Ur. Starship Trooper again. Hell yeah. Yeah. I and mean, it's, it's just the like, same Starship Trooper. Again, we've seen this. But yeah, we saw <laughs> yeah. this last episode. Like, I'm, I'm not impressed. Like, yeah, I didn't forget the, it. It was last was episode. The, the Sons of Anarchy looking guy that I, I wrote. Down yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get, uh, a lot of time spent with Ethor, who's well, a lady gold, who Jaffa's O'Neill. Yep. That was uh, interesting. Uh, did you notice maybe that Daniel? she did, did, did yeah. you notice that she, she went uh, to remove her bra to reveal another bra right underneath it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got some questions. So we get a scene where she's like in a bathtub, which I'm guessing is like a birthing chamber or something well that's not a bathtub that is a that is a medical whirlpool yeah (laughs) regardless uh 
why does it start on fire? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm okay, I'm going to I'm going to take that as a what happened her and yes. such a fair. I'm sure. going to say what happened her. What the hell happened? Can't explain. But I got the van. Go for it. <laughs> you guys didn't know this. Gaul's blood reacts with water in a combustible form. Huh. So when the blood mixes with water, once it once it reaches the top and hits the air, fire. Uh, and so that is why they immediately went went on fire once she was shot. That is why they went to. Oh dang it! Now I'm blanking on the name. Dune Planet. Oh shit! Uh, Abydos. Yeah, the- Abydos. Yes. That is why they went to Abydos. That is why when they came to Earth, they went to Egypt. Because Places water that are there. dry. Okay. Like, hey, yeah, okay, the Nile Valley, like the Nile River, beautiful, like wonderful, like verdant. We're going out here where it's kind of deserty, where we're <laughs> safe, and now we subjugate you. <laughs> you know where we haven't seen any any golds? Island chains. <laughs> this logic okay. is checking out, Ben. <laughs> Yeah, but but then why <laughs> why did she why did she put all the ghouls in with her to take a bath? Is that part of a ritual or is that some kind of birthing thing? Like it's just bath time. Maybe got a bath. <laughs> you think ghouls don't shit themselves when they're babies? Everything shits itself when it's a baby. It's part of being a baby. That's true. <laughs> so yes. there's this yes, burning bathtub, and there's this scene. Where like Daniel's like upset and stuff, right, and crying at the burning bathtub. You can actually see Half Thor running away out the back door behind this scene. I caught that. I was curious. If I that did was not intentional. She just <laughs> yeah. is, yeah, walking just, out. Like, did yeah, they mean to film? Kind of casually, like it's real weird. <laughs> I'm wondering if that's her. I would stunt love if they leaving the set. <laughs> <laughs> I would love if they found that in the edit and were just like. Uh, well, the 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 stunt the stunt looks okay. Like everybody's eyes are taken to the fire. You can see them going out through the door. Do we have coverage on that? No. We're bringing it back. It's it's gonna be a a, a surprise. Hey, season ending reveal, right? Kind of <laughs> like when they accidentally got the cameraman in Twin Peaks, and suddenly he became the bad guy of the show. <laughs> Where it's just like, oops, we accidentally caught the stunt person running out of the room. Ah, we always planned it this way. How did they get over there? Shh. Shh. <laughs> Didn't Captain Carter shoot her 12 times in the face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also wondering if this is just something they didn't worry about back then, because like when I saw the show for the first time, it was on a 90s television CRT TV with a coat hanger on it where, you know, Half the time I was wiggling it around and it was all popcorny anyway, so you couldn't make out half the shit half the time. So I'm wondering if that's just something we're, like we've discussed before, the magic of the HD upscaling. This is something that we're only seeing now, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was not meant to be seen. Uh, yeah. One thing I do, like, I know it is the oldest, oldest gripe in the book, uh, but I do, I do hate this. Uh, Hey, we're having a a thing that uh, reads your memory and projects it. Why is it showing scenes where the character's not there? <laughs> if, if if Carter's remembering all the Hathor stuff, like yeah, it why does she remember? View. Yeah. Well, and or just why isn't it like I could even break that level of disbelief? But it's like, 
it's just O'Neill in that first scene. It's just watching <laughs> Daniel Jackson and her before they get into the room. It's like she should like, and I, I, I know it's probably like they told her what happened and now she is remembering the whole entirety of the story. But I still just, I just hate the, we, we've come up with some sort of like narrative way to have a clip show, but it's like showing stuff you wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. At least when they did it on TNG, they're like, we have cameras recording the episode and we're just going to show it to you. Number one. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going to point out that that last scene, I'm pretty sure that, scene with her and the or not her Hathor and the bathtub of fire with all the gold in it. I'm I'm pretty sure that was seen that scene the entire scene was filmed inside a locker room, a shower room oh, yeah. in a locker oh, yeah. room somewhere. <laughs> that was that was odd. Like, I I don't know if that's supposed to be an alien birthing chamber or if that's or if they I got the impression Earth it was she... at SG one. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I yeah. can see that happening. Yeah. Also, I got punched in the mosh pit at a uh, Hathor and the flaming uh, bathtub show. Uh, <laughs> the pit, metal the pit at that one's living. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, heavy metal but then, there. <laughs> <laughs> but then we get the real, the the real twist of the episode. We have Tealk wake up. Mm-hmm. No, no cryogenic freezing. And who's looking at him? Boss Hammond. Yeah, yeah General Hammond. <laughs> and the Doc. Yeah. He's been out for three weeks. And we learned that the crew is being held by the Gould, or at least someone commanding multiple groups of Jaffa soldiers, as we yeah. see them marching around yeah, as Jack sneaks around. Teal'c wants to go search for SG-1, uh, but they say that the planet that they were on has been completely scorched. What's the paper say about tomorrow? Another scorcher. Cool. So he resigns mm. rather than not be permitted to search. And can I just mm. say that this scene right here, I counted how many times General Hammond told him, no, I can't let you do that. It's five fucking times. It's <laughs> <laughs> heel asked. <laughs> Dude, I felt like this was this was like one of those things where you're playing a video game that obviously has a quest that it wants you to do and you keep picking the <laughs> wrong dialogue options, you know, and it's like, Oh, I can't let you do that. Teal. And he says, but I must, he asks him three times. And then he says, Teal straight up doesn't ask and says, I'm going. And again, general Hammond says, I can't let you do that. Well, I quit. Well, I can't let you do that. He said again, he's like, no, I fucking quit just now. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. I quit. He's again, he tells him, I can't let you do that. <laughs> Like God, that was hilarious. <laughs> I I do I do like though that it it does imply at least with the acting that part of the reason why Hammond is so resistant to it is like the second bit he comes to is like the man like you can't you like you know a lot uh, and we don't <laughs> want to like like. A lot of sci-fi shows, when you've got, like, the general character, that would be their first thing. It's like, you know too much. I can't allow you to leave. But it felt like the first and foremost thing was he felt honestly, like, genuinely like, I don't want you to go. Like, you're part of the crew, man. Yeah, yeah, we're in this together. You can't leave. Yeah, Yeah. some real romance going on there. Everyone else is gone. I can't lose, lose you, too. Uh, and so I appreciated that it wasn't like Hammond is not, uh, our 
you know, uh, standard general or police captain, like, go out there and fight the ghoul. You got 24 hours. You know, mm-hmm. give, bring me the case or bring me your badges. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hammonds, he's got some, he had some Picard energy there towards the end. He had some real compassion. So That's I, just because he's bald. Yeah, well, okay, fine, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I, I I wrote down in my notes that in the the when he finally when Hammond General Hammond finally agreed to let him go I wrote down in my notes Teal'c finally passed his speech check. Yep. So Teal'c's gonna peace out. Jack finds out that they're on a Gould ship and that the clip show device is fucking with him. He finds Sam's and frees her. They dodge their captors, find Daniel, free him. And then they find out a bunch of shit is fake in rapid succession. Fake doors, fake stargates. I did appreciate that. So one, we see O'Neill has stopped the sedative from going into his body by pinching it off. That was awesome. Uh, Then he he knocks out his his nurse doctor, steals the clothes. And then while he uh, he does a little walkabout while he's agent 47ing. And then he wakes up Carter and he's just like, hey. You see how I stole the clothes? Go steal that guy's clothes. He actually has to explicitly tell her. And then when they're (laughs) wandering around looking for Daniel Jackson, I noticed they have absolutely polar opposite jacket buttoning. He has only buttoned the top button like he's an extra in a uh, a 90s Hispanic gang film. (laughs) Uh, And she has only buttoned the bottom button of her jacket. Oh, wow. I didn't catch that at all. I'm <laughs> just like, oh, I'm seeing why? it right now on the screen. I've got, I got this episode playing on my TV in the background. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, and O'Neill straight up notices the Stargate, and I, I appreciate that he said it's fake. It's a fake. <laughs> also, while I do appreciate that this episode, while being a clip show, it still has probably 30 minutes of real episode in it. Like it's got more real episode than most clip shows. I, I got to say, I really liked this episode. I, I thought it was really well done. Like the setup for making a clip show in the season finale. It was the, the writing was setting up this plot is very well done. I got to say very awesome. I don't have any complaints about it. I was super impressed. You know, I know I've been hating on but, the hating on the Stargate, but this one I was very impressed. <laughs> but the problem I have with this episode <laughs> is there were bits where it's like, oh no, we are a we're 45 seconds short. What are we gonna do? Well, what if O'Neill takes his sweet time braining this nurse before he rescues Captain Carter? <laughs> I don't know if this stood out to you guys. He walks in, sees this guy like booping on his buttons over over Captain Carter sneaks over like in real time. Oh yeah, that was quietly picks up a metal canister, <laughs> looks at the guy, scooches a little closer, <laughs> looks at him like he's got like it, it felt like he kept waiting for the guy to like turn around and go, huh? And so he could clobber him. <laughs> and, and I felt like he was just like, This guy's gotta know it's me now, right? No? Nope. <laughs> a little bit closer. <laughs> no, he's still not noticing me. Okay, fine. Just clobbers Bonk. him in the back of the head. 
Yeah, that, that reminded me of uh, another note I put, I put down is that there there was some really weird... When he wakes up Carter, she's in the middle of a clip show scene where there's some kind of weird fucking thorn harpoon device that they're doing. Yeah, you know what I'm it's about a bomb here? with harpoons. Yeah, and he gets <laughs> stuck to the wall. And that just... I felt like that added nothing to the story or the plot here at all like I, I don't see how that possibly could have been relevant like maybe if i had seen the episode i would understand it's, or if i if i'm to make an assumption yeah. it's because she had just heard that o'neill was dead and she was remembering a time where where they thought o'neill was going to die that makes sense yeah mm-hmm. uh also my... am i crazy well, well, hold on, my other assumption... That, that exact thing happened in Star Trek Enterprise, right? Did it? Uh, so it was harpooned to a wall? Well, no, Trip gets harpooned with a mine, or is... Uh, it's I know... Uh, oh, uh, he's like Trip on a and, Trip mine, or he's on a mine? Yeah. Uh, it's, I, re- I vaguely it, remember I'm, this. Oh, I'm oh, blanking oh, on the... It who's was the tactical an, officer? Reed. Uh, Reed. Yeah. Yeah, Malcolm Reed, I think is his yeah. name. And she, yeah, oh no! Yeah, to, okay. I and I believe it's Reed outside. who's actually there. Yeah, they're uh, on the outside of yeah. the ship trying to disarm a mine that got lodged in the hole. Yeah, you're talking about, and okay. one of them gets yeah. harpooned. Okay, yeah, I think that's I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, my other theory was that this that particular episode and that scene with the the harpoon, whatever the hell it is. My other theory is that was a very expensive episode to produce, and the producers were like, <laughs> "We're gonna get our fucking money out of this. Put it in the clip show." <laughs> <laughs> While they are getting out there, though, Carter does mention that they must have been able to detect the the Noctva in her system. So, Jafar, I have to ask you, what happened? <laughs> what the hell happened? Can't explain. But I got the van. Her? What's yes. the Noctva in her blood? Oh, fuck. Um... <laughs> Sci-fi bullshit, go! <laughs> well, you see, you just have to parse the tachyon field. Uh, with some positrons, uh, yeah, that doesn't make any. It never makes. Well, going any through sense. a subspace anomaly. Well, going through a subspace anomaly. A wrong type of makes sci-fi bullshit. Sense. No, this was a thing where she had been poisoned when they were on a trip, and this is the the antidote was like the locals' blood because they're naturally immune to it. So this is uh, and now she's human... got alien blood. Well, I think it's human aliens, not alien aliens. Yeah. But yes. So she, she had an alien transfusion to save her life at some point. Yeah. Alien blood transfusion. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, I do appreciate here now we've got our team together. They they make their way back to the Stargate and are looking around the room and O'Neill kicks it and goes, it's fake. Yeah. Uh, and I just, uh, that makes me believe he has on more than one occasion kicked the real Stargate. He's like, real Stargate ain't hollow. I know, <laughs> I know this stuff. I could see him doing that. I, I could see him. Just oh, absolutely. He's totally in character. Like, Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that wasn't the first time he's kicked the Stargate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the, while they're kicking the Stargate, uh, Half Thor shows up. <laughs> she wants information and is going to turn one of the three of them into a Gould to get it. I love the line from O'Neill at this point. I wrote it down because yeah. 
he says, oh, I so hoped I'd never see you again in my life. <laughs> Dude, next month when I have to go back into work to turn in my retirement paperwork, I there are so many people I'm going to say that to. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, so beautiful. I haven't paid into the pension either. What'll I do when I retire? I thought you were retired. Hey, I don't see you planning for your old age. I got plans. I'm going to turn my on-off switch to off. Yeah, and we we end on a cliffhanger. They they all turn down living lives of of luxury in a Gould court because <laughs> well, one it does seem like Hathor is like, hey, I want to like kill everybody like all the other big bads you've seen, help me out, and they seem to have a, I'm guessing from the episode she was in a natural predisposition to be like, hey, screw you, lady. <laughs> she doesn't seem very trustworthy, no. <laughs> no, it's just, it's very different than when we first met Haru Ur and they were just like, hey, let's be buddies. And he was like, how about yeah, I you. eat you and I <laughs> make your children my slaves? At least yeah. she's just like, hey, let's be buddies. And they're yeah, like, attempt. ah, fool me once. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I wrote down in my notes here that when she brings in the Jaffa goon that, that has the gold in his belly, if you have the subtitles on. When she goes and pulls it out of him to go implant in one of the SG-1 guys, mm -hmm. the subtitles literally say, wet suction pop. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I have to screen cap that later and turn it into a meme somehow. Like, oh my God. Like, wet suction pop. What the fuck? Wet suction pop is the worst playlist on my Spotify. <laughs> Alternatively, <laughs> is it the best playlist on your Spotify? That, that depends on how drunk you are slash what kind of drugs you're on, I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Wet and Pop whistle is like a genre of music I would listen to. So, yeah. Oh, to... yeah. <laughs> I, I do have one one Gator Hater point ding for this show, and that is... The, they the, we put the dings twice. in post, Vic. Okay. You don't have to say <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Yeah, I don't say <laughs> I, I did notice that they brought it up twice. Teal'c and General Hammond made a point to say it. And then later in the episode, Sam Carter says it. They said, oh, it's really strange that Serpentor guards and Horus guards are working together. And there was not, yeah. okay, I might be wrong, Stargate fans. You know, some of you guys have seen uh, every episode here. Maybe I missed it. But there was not a single fucking Horus guard in the entire show. Those were Anubis guards. I, I don't know shit about Egyptology, but I know that. I know those were not Horus. They were Anubis. Ah, <laughs> how did you not get this right? Like, for fuck's sake, they're right there with the, the, the jackal faces. They don't look. Horus is a goddamn bird. <laughs> how did you not know this? Ah, that irritated the hell out of me. But I know, I and I was really sad because I was really hoping to see uh, Alpha Legion and Black Legion teaming up together. That, that is a joke just for the two people who know Warhammer enough to be like, oh, yes, Snakes, the Alpha Legion, Horus, the, the Black yeah. Legion. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. that sounded like a Warhammer joke. So, yeah. Yeah. so Vic, you see, the Horus heresy. Uh, I, yeah, no, I, no, I'm somewhat familiar with no. that, that much. Please, no. I, I do love the lore of Warhammer 40K, just not the people. <laughs> Who played the game? <laughs> Fair. Jafar and I both yeah. play the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've had this discussion before. Yeah. You guys yeah. Are cool. yeah. You, I also you know don't like people who play about. Warhammer. 
mostly. Yeah. <laughs> There's a handful of exceptions, and I knew enough of them to actually start playing. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of playing the game, who do you guys think is getting this gold? I mean, besides clearly Ooh. none of them, because it doesn't matter and we're not watching the next episode. But hypothetically. Oh, Carter. Carter? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, that would make sense because I, I got the impression that Daniel Jackson had has been ghouled before. And same. Obviously, uh, O'Neill has because she did. We got the clip of her cutting an X in his fucking stomach, so he probably had it at one point. So that leaves Carter. She's got to be the only one. It's it's her turn. Yeah. Okay. Checks out. Yeah. Also, I I felt like this is absolutely like the the cheap 1998 like sci-fi titillation we could get where it's you know hathor comes up and is waving a phallic alien in carter's <laughs> face and it's just like you can see this is suggestive right and it's like yes we can yes we can showtime it's like or can you tell can you tell it's like we got it more snake in the face <laughs> snake Honest- in the face I'm surprised we haven't seen any nudity. Showtime has well, nudity, I'm ass- right? I'm assuming this is the edits that went back after uh, Sci-Fi bought the show. Oh, well, I, you know, I could have sworn they would have that to do in that, the yeah. pilot episode, the blonde girl who got kidnapped. I could have sworn we saw her boobs, but maybe that's nope. just my my teenage brain wishful <laughs> thinking, remembering when I first saw it. I I, I could have sworn there was nudity, but. Oh, well. Not in the version that is on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Okay. I'm well, sure there's some fan art of, out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm not interested. I am not. <laughs> I am not looking up Stargate Rule 34. Uh, ben on, doesn't honestly, need I'm, to see I'm, a Stargate I'm, fucking someone. <laughs> oh, no. I was saying that like it's going to be stuff going through that Stargate. Well, uh, uh, the Stargate moans, my chevrons are locked, daddy. Uh <laughs> Oh, scary. <laughs> oh, dang it. That's another episode where I forgot to to visual or verbally say the chevrons are locked, the the, the lights are on, it's alien fighting time. Uh, which it, it I wanted week. to make sure I said because Vic, we still haven't talked about battle bots. Oh, dude, we oh my god. That whew, prepare yourself, dude. Clear your calendar because I fucking love battle bots, man. My 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 shameless drop, my page, Dominion Media Television, is officially sponsoring Team Bloodsport next year. So, uh, yeah, it, I'm super fucking excited about that. Yeah, they, they're, they're going to put my little logo on the bot for a couple fights. I'm so fucking stoked. So, but edit this <laughs> well, next if part Well, <laughs> if you ever want to <laughs> talk about the reality of being on seasons three and four, yeah. holler at your guy. Oh, <laughs> dude, we, we're... We're we're gonna yeah we're gonna have some chats because yeah, yeah I want to know all about it. Our group chat uh, is gonna be ignored by me for the next three days. Have <laughs> that, have that awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, so we end on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Now it is time for our predictions. Well, yes, we, it is. We gotta talk about how far we're going ahead before we make those predictions. Oh, oh right. Let's do that first. So let me let me roll some dice here. 19 we are skipping 19 we're gonna go to because it's a season season finale season three episode 19 new ground i've got it pulled up you don't need to look it up 
Oh, it's okay, a terrible cool. flash animation. <laughs> new <laughs> ground. I haven't thought about that thing in a ass. while. Uh, nice new ground. But before we make those predictions, Vic, why don't you pull up the lab results for us? From I'm getting those just now. DMT uh, lab. They're, they're the lab results are coming in just now. Let me get the envelope here. All right. And your A1C is a little high. Oh no! What? <laughs> Wait, what? I was that was a that was a lab results joke, Vic. No, oh. not an actual problem with the recording. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I thought that was podcast jargon for a second. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I do have to admit uh, that I, I will full disclosure. I procrastinated and forgot about sending this down to the lab. So I only. Oh wow, exactly. Well, then we can hold off ago. on it. Well, no, 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 no. The, the lab rats came through. We got eighty three votes on That's this. More within... than we've read normally. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> this was very impressive. And also, I haven't heard back from Angela, the gatekeeper, on this one. Fine. She's out doing Thanksgiving with family. So we'll just go straight off of the... She'll, she'll come, we'll come back to her next week, just in case there's any discrepancies. So, all right. All right. Uh, so, first off, who had they find a Celtic-themed planet? That's I think me. That was Jaffer. And that one, with 15 votes, I'm going to say that is confirmed. We think we have a Celtic-themed planet. Hell Although, yeah. I did oh. notice in the comments, some lab rats uh, got Celtic and Nordic uh, culture kind of mixed up. Because <laughs> <laughs> someone mentioned, I won't mention his name, but someone said, but all, all of Thor's planets are essentially Celtic? They're like, no, dude, that's Nordic. That's Nordic. White <laughs> so, people all look the same. <laughs> that is true. And uh, speaking of, or actually not so much, the next your next prediction was they find a Native American-themed planet. 21 votes. Let's call that one confirmed as well. So good job there. Hopefully Now the next question racist. is more or less racist than TNG. <laughs> uh, that is a good question. I would love to know that. And your next prediction was it turns out Jesus was a Gua'uld. That one is still in the air. Only got three votes on that one, and those were the same three guys who voted on everything in this. So, <laughs> boo, three guys. Boo. Listen, lab rats. Just because there's a button, you don't have to click on it. Okay. Push the button. What are you doing? I'm just playing, playing. Come on, push the button. Yeah, come on, push the button. Come on, guys. <laughs> All right. So this next set of three predictions, this was, these were mine, my prediction that there was a body swap episode. That one came in with 18 votes. So we're going to call that one confirmed as well. Yeah. Uh, Teal'c gets a human girlfriend and or admirer. I got, uh, I'm going to say I got five votes. So we're going to call that one maybe for now. Uh, yeah. I, I honestly think Dr. Frazier from this episode is his love interest. Because she, they did mention that she stayed by his side for what three weeks straight while it's he was in time. the. I was like, "Lady, don't you got some work to do? You're a doctor." <laughs> Everyone else is dead. I don't know. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, she doesn't have anything else to do. And then my third prediction: eighteen votes, calling this one confirmed. Jan- Daniel Jackson dies and is resurrected at least once. That's that. That absolutely has to happen. Yep. Uh, so next we have. Uh, Although I will ask Angela for this clarification because Daniel Jackson died in the movie and was resurrected. So I'm, I'm not sure if I made it clear that this is an SG one prediction. So we'll put, we'll, it we'll get clarification. On it. Yeah. Yeah. And next up are Ben's predictions. Uh, Carter's dad never returns. That's a, that's, that's a definite zero. So <laughs> it looks like Carter's dad, it becomes a reoccurring character. Uh, also, 
Also, zero points on uh, Armin, the reporter's story getting leaked to the news. Also got zero votes as that Ooh. as well. Yeah, which I'm not. I'm not sure. But I really feel like that happens. There's no way this entire show happens without SG1 being in the news somehow and becoming public knowledge. Yeah. That, yeah. And it also fun. would feel weird for him to ha- like, hey, we wrote this character, he dies blaming O'Neill, yeah, and now that thread is just done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and finally, uh, the SG1 heroes team up with Apophis to take down Harrower. Uh, four votes for that one, so put a pin in that one as well. That one, it's, that was, yeah, that seems like that's that's possible. I think we got some hints of that in the in some of the flashbacks in this episode as well. So there we are. I was going to ask if Jafar, do you have a running tally for us so far? Or I, I know you got a spreadsheet for everything. So. <laughs> I have not been keeping track of your individual scores because <laughs> I don't care. I have been. <laughs> <laughs> I know how many points I have. If you give me a moment, okay. I can add it up. That, yeah, that's okay. Will, we do not need to do that now. Yeah, um, for for next episode, because I know the listeners want to know who what the current score is. But for I'll, I'll make that my homework for next podcast episode. I'll go through all the all the polls we have in the lab and add up get a an estimate of a tally of, of where the scores are. It works because yeah, we won't know for sure until the very last episode. So, yep. All right. Well, I'll go with mine first. Start us all off. Right. Lincoln, what are you doing up there? Guessing. I guess no one's coming. I have seen into the future. You ruined the prophecy. So my daytime, Teal'c saves the day. <laughs> Teal'c shows up, rescues our, our crew. From this current situation. From this current situation. So in the, oh, okay. So Very in good. season three, episode one, Teal'c rescues. Teal'c saves the day. Okay. Yes. Just want to be clear. Uh, not just in general. Teal- at some point in the series, Teal saves the day. The day. <laughs> that's, a, that's a legit that's a legit prediction. He he seems like he saved they, they, I think I'm he sure saves the day often. The team. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure everyone there owes him owes him their life at least once. My evening prediction, SG1 does eventually team up with some Gould. Teams up. Not necessarily saying who. But at some point, they team up with one of them. Damn it, I had that written down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We've never uh, done a dual prediction. Is that allowed? So, wait. Yeah, we have. We've done dual predictions. Have we? Yeah. Well, let's let's clarify here. Let's clarify here. Are you saying that they team up with a particular individual or one of, like, the System Lord's boss guys? Ego, somebody, a, yeah, a individual, yeah, yeah, like they get another teal, teal no, not a Jaffa. Oh, right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, not somebody who's incubating a Gawuld, somebody who they have who been overcome right. by a okay. Gawuld. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And then, my prime time, and I'm going to be clear about this because, yeah. Jafar, we've had we've had some instances where this verbiage has mattered. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that we see them, but in the run of SG-1, there are two more clip shows. Two more clip shows? Okay. <laughs> from, from this point yeah. forward or total? Yes. Because it, so, if we missed one uh, A total of at least three. Okay. 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 So yeah, if there was one in season one, it would count towards yeah. the two? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
That's fair. Say, yeah, no, I'm I, don't, I don't think they. God, do I hope there is not a season one. one. Jesus, that would be season cool. one <laughs> clip show. That screams yep. of desperation. <laughs> if they did. All right, so Jafar, are you ready, or should I go next? I can do mine. All right. Cool. Uh, so my daytime prediction is just kind of a shot in the dark, but given some of the actors that we've seen on this show, I'm expecting Clancy Brown to show up. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Clancy Brown at some point in this show. I have not checked his IMDb page in a long enough time where I feel like this is a, a safe. I haven't had to check it for who are you or anything. Okay. I do not know who that is. So I'm going to have to look them up. You do. I promise you do. Okay. Oh, uh, he's the Kurgan <laughs> yeah. from Highlander. Oh, uh, jeez, I haven't seen that. He's the bad guy. Like... He, the preacher in Carnival. Does he have like a really gruff voice like this? Does he talk like this? He has a very gravelly voice. He's the drill sergeant in Starship Troopers. The enemy cannot push a button if you disable his hand. Uh, oh, okay. Huh, okay. You're, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. My evening, same as Ben. They eventually team up with one of these golds. Okay, now now clarification. I'm going to do the you. exact same as Ben, uh, just for exactly. the sake okay. of making the poll easier. Uh, I will make no distinctions. I think if we weren't doing the polls, I might make it a little different, but we are already <laughs> confusing the lab rats enough. I feel like with some of these, I don't want to make it worse. <laughs> yeah, that that'll uh, that'll work. Because it actually it it's annoying when I have to type in more than eight. Because because of the way the keyboard works, I have to close it down and then open a new window. So this will work. And then uh, finally, we've had some religious figures, uh, you know, like the fa- <laughs> some of the go. pharaohs and stuff. I threw out Jesus. Oh, what are you doing last time? I, I I want to do another someone famous, uh, a historical figure. Carl Sagan is a cool. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I've written down that Plato was an alien. Plato was an alien. That's okay. That's As my prime time. I figure that's, uh, that's three point worthy for kind of out there. Prediction. That's definitely yeah. three point. Worthy. I will say, <laughs> I, I appreciate that because, uh, Plato is very important to me. Plato is part of how I knew I, I loved my wife because we were sitting at a coffee shop at one point and I was talking about Aristotle and mentioned he was a student of Plato. And my wife, girlfriend at the time, goes, I'm also a student of Plato. I love making shapes. <laughs> like, I love this woman. I'm going to marry her. <laughs> then you and I did. It's a good joke. All right. So now it's my turn. I'm going to. So I've written two predictions down so far. I'll just have to make the third one off the spot. So for my morning daytime prediction. I'm going to say, and I've meant to bring this up before on the show, I just keep forgetting to. I think it's kind of stupid and fucked up that the whole Stargate command is just the United States. Like, in the last episode we covered, they were talking about how they can't let it leak to other nations. And I paused for a second, and I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. You guys are fighting aliens hell-bent on exterminating the planet Earth, and you're just letting the United States handle this on their own? That's stupid. Come on, guys. What the fuck? <laughs> so my prediction is they're going to open up the SG Stargate Command. They're going to get other nations in on it. Like, they have to. Come on. Like, like you, cannot, you cannot expect the U.S. to hold off this entire alien invasion fleet. So that's my daytime. Okay, evening. Yeah, I'll get this right one day. 
My evening prediction is that Teal'c liberates some Jaffa out there. Like the, he's going to go find a group of Jaffa, and he's going to he's going to free them up, release them from their yeah. And he's going to have he's going to be leader of his own little Jaffa gang, and, and he's going to be teaching them how to live in the world on Earth and stuff. And okay, so now for my primetime prediction. I'm going to say, just making this up off the top of my head, that the president, we find out the president is a Gould. <laughs> All right. Weirder <laughs> shit has probably happened in this show. Yep. The president probably has been replaced by a Gould. Yep. All right. Well, we'll be watching season three, episode 19, New Ground. The SG1 team travels to Bedrosia. Where, unknown to them, the planet's two cultures have been at war. This, okay, this sounds like some some good sci-fi right here. Uh, Bedrosia? I don't know how it's actually pronounced because we haven't watched the episode (laughs) and I can't check it. So, that's how I read it. That this sounds this sounds like the name of a, a setting in a in a fantasy in a sleazy fantasy romance novel, like Bedrosia, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that compares to you. That I already made my predictions, Ben. No, you have to thank Ripe. Oh, I, I mean, anyone can thank Ripe. Everyone should thank Ripe. <laughs> oh, <everyone> should thank <laughs> Ripe. For letting them use Goon Squad, letting us use Goon Squad as our lovely theme music, even if it has gotten every single episode flagged for copyright by YouTube that we put up, even though we have the permission. We've got, we're, we're good. I put it, I even put in a claim and they're all like, no, you don't. And I'm all like, okay, automated bot thing. I don't give a shit what you actually say. <laughs> but I do well, give you. a shit thank you, what Ripe has to say because they let us use Goon Squad. And thank you to Annette Lucina for your photograph of a television that you have put under Creative Commons so that we can use it for our podcast artwork. And thank you to Angela the Gatekeeper for your experts to start And thank you to Dominion Media Research Lab and if you enjoy our podcast feel free to leave us a five-star review and we'll give you a shout out here on the show and if you don't like our podcast well you just keep that shit to yourself (laughs) keep that shit to yourself (laughs) and we will see you next time on last time on